God is very clear here. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor show favoritism to the great. So treat every single person equal, because that is what Jesus did. Jesus completely showed neutral equality to all human beings, A, when he died on the cross, and B, during his entire ministry on earth. He was like super impartial towards everybody. Even to the Pharisees, he witnessed to the Pharisees. He loved the Pharisees. I mean, I think I even have an episode called Jesus Loved the Pharisees. Hey, faithful listener, grab your cup of coffee and experience the Bible in a way you never have before. P40 Ministries is a podcast that goes through the Bible cover to cover. It's an awesome narrative that focuses your mind and prepares your heart for God to speak. So join your host, Jen, for a biblical podcast that's hilarious, informative, imaginative, and fun. The P40 Ministries podcast. Listen now as we go through the book of Leviticus. Happy hump day, guys. It's Wednesday, and we are going to be discussing Leviticus today because it's Wednesday. For everybody who is new on the podcast, I do a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday podcast episode out of the Old Testament, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays is a New Testament episode out of the book of Luke right now. But today, since it is Wednesday, we are going to be discussing Leviticus chapter 19 verses 32 through 37. As I always do, I'll be reading out the W.E.B. since that is a public domain version and honestly a great public domain version. I really appreciate the W.E.B. and I don't know if you guys listening in regularly do as well, but I think it's really awesome what they did with it. And in fact, their website is kind of snarky actually. If you go over to the W.E.B. Um, version website it is so funny because they're like we believe the bible should be free that is why we created the web version (laughs) i just find that so so funny because it's so true I, i think the bible should also be free at least for the most part i do understand um you know paying people for translating it and stuff like that but for the most part i think the bible should be free but that's a topic for a different day. Today we're going to be talking about Leviticus chapter 19 verses 32 through 37. Please read out of the version you prefer to read out of. Grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea and let's start reading. You shall rise up before the gray head and honor the face of the elderly and you shall fear your God. I am Yahweh. If a stranger lives as a foreigner with you in your land, you shall not do him any wrong. The stranger who lives as a foreigner with you shall be to you as the native born among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you lived as foreigners in the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh your God. You shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in measures of length, of weight, or of quantity. You shall have just balances, just weights, a just ephah, and a just hin. I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt." You shall observe all my statutes and all my ordinances and do them. I am Yahweh. 
Verse 32 is kind of explanatory. It says, you shall rise up before any of the gray heads and honor the face of the elderly and you shall fear your God. So literally being nice to elderly people is fearing God because those two things are side by side. It says, you shall honor the face of the elderly and you shall fear your God. Isn't that interesting? So obviously God is super against elder abuse as most people should be because Elder abuse is against God. You know, those people were created in God's image and the elderly should be treated with respect, it says. It should be retri- they should be treated with honor and respect. And when it says that you shall rise up before the gray head, I believe that this, this just reminds me of giving up your seat for somebody who is elderly. That is the kind and respectful thing to do. And when you do that, you shall fear your God. So if somebody enters the restaurant who is elderly and you and your family are waiting to be seated, maybe next time think about having you and your kids get up and allow the man and the woman who are older and are waiting for their seats to sit down. And not only will you be respecting that older person or those older people, you will be fearing God. And I believe that the rest of the people that um, are watching you do this as well will kind of feel bad that they didn't stand up to give their seats away to the elderly couple. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, it's just a very respectful thing to do. And even in our society nowadays, that is just considered a sign of respect to do something like that, to give up your seat to somebody who needs it more. So yeah, I think that that is just a self-explanatory one. And another way that you and I nowadays can fear God is just by respecting older people. In verse 33, it says that if a stranger lives as a foreigner with you in your land, you shall do him no wrong. This is like literally talking about racism. This is like straight up, don't be a racist. (laughs) And like, here's the thing though about this. You know, that's such a hot button topic right now, this like racism thing. And I see it everywhere. I see it online. I see all sorts of stuff about how You're a racist if you don't do that or this or whatever. But here's the thing about it. Yes, God is super clear. Don't be racist. And I think, yeah, a lot of us do have tendencies towards racism, which is extremely unfortunate because every single human being was created in God's image. And so we're not supposed to show partiality to anybody. We're not supposed to be favorable towards this group of people and not this group of people just because these people look different than these people. That's very unbiblical. And I mean, that's what it says here, right here. Don't be racist is is what God is telling his people. Rather adopt people into your culture. And it says, love them as you love yourself. (laughs) I mean, how much more clear could that be? But the one thing about this though, God is not giving us these rules so that we can throw them in everybody else's face, which is exactly what people do. (laughs) We don't want to look inwardly, but God is calling the individual that he is talking to to look inwardly and not yell at everybody else that they are racist. I mean, what does God say up here? He tells Moses in verse one, speak to, uh, God spoke to Moses saying, speak to the congregation of the children of Israel. And tell them, you shall be holy, for I, Yahweh your God, am holy. And I mean, God also said elsewhere to Moses that he was supposed to pen this stuff so that the people could go back and read it. 
And so this was talking to the individual person and not so that these rules could be shoved in somebody else's face. God is telling everybody, look inwardly first. I mean, what does Jesus say in the New Testament? He says, you know, you try to like tell somebody else that something's wrong with them, but you have a log sticking out of your eye. Like there's something clearly wrong with you, but you're like looking at this tiny little uh, speck in somebody else's eye. And he's like, remove the log from your eye first, because clearly that's letting you not see clearly. And there's something seriously wrong with you <laughs> if you have a log sticking out of your face. And he's like, take that log out of your face and then you can see clearly to help that other person remove the speck out of their eye. And I mean, that is unfortunately what we like to do. We like to call everybody else racists without looking inwardly first. But we have to remember that each of these rules, God is talking to the individual person. So what can we do? You know, we do, you do, I do to be less racist and stop yelling at other people that they are racist. We need to look at ourselves inwardly first before we judge another person about whether they are being racist or not racist. But that's kind of a rabbit trail, sort of. But going a little bit more into that, if you look back at verse 15, it says here in Leviticus 19, verse 15, you shall do no injustice in judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor show favoritism to the great but you shall judge your neighbor in righteousness. This is talking about not showing favoritism to anybody, not showing partiality to literally anybody. We are supposed to be as equal as we possibly can because everybody was created equal under God's eyes. Everybody was created in God's image. Human beings are special because they were created in God's image. He made them special. He formed every fiber of their beings. That's what uh, Psalm Psalms talks about when he says, you knit me together in my mother's womb. He's talking about how people are just created so, you know, wonderfully by God. So we need to be respectful of every single human being on the planet and not showing partiality. And I mean, this goes both ways. This could be, we're not supposed to be partial towards our own race of people. But we're also not supposed to be partial towards a different race of people because we think that they are the victims or because we think that they are poor or something like that. God is very clear here. You shall not be partial to the poor nor show favoritism to the great. So treat every single person equal because that is what Jesus did. Jesus completely showed neutral equality to all human beings, A, when he died on the cross, and B, during his entire ministry on earth. He was like super impartial towards everybody, even to the Pharisees. He witnessed to the Pharisees. He loved the Pharisees. I mean, I think I even have an episode called Jesus Loved the Pharisees. Like Jesus truly did love the Pharisees. He was trying to pull them towards him in many different occasions. And even Luke talks about that, how Jesus wanted people to go and witness to the Pharisees because he wanted the Pharisees to change their ways and start, you know, being drawn towards Jesus, being drawn towards the truth. Jesus also didn't show partiality to foreigners, you know, like the Samaritan woman. He was, he, he didn't care that she was a woman. 
He didn't care that she was a Samaritan. He didn't care that she was poor. Instead, he lovingly showed her the correct path, just as he did to the Pharisees and everybody else, his own countrymen. He was just as impartial towards them as he was towards anybody else. So this is just us showing love towards everybody. That is what God is telling his people to do here. And who who are his people now? It's you and me. It's the church. So we are supposed to listen to this. This is a morality issue that God is talking about here, that we need to love the foreigners as much as we love ourselves. We're supposed to not be racist. We're supposed to love every single person equally, showing no partiality towards anybody, but loving every single human being equally as our neighbors, as men, as women, as the church. We are never supposed to show partiality towards anybody. And God makes that so, so clear. And he goes on to say here in verse 34, for you lived as foreigners in the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh, your God. And I mean, yeah, when he was talking with his people here, they really were foreigners. And the Egyptian people treated them like absolute crap because they were foreigners. They hated, absolutely hated Jewish people and they enslaved them because they hated them. So God is almost calling his people at this time to be like, how did you want to be treated when you were living in the land of Egypt as foreigners? So treat the foreigner in your land as a brother, as somebody who was native born. And I mean, that also speaks to you and me. Once again, this is a morality issue, I believe. And so God talks about us. We once were foreign. We were once People who did not live under God's rules because we didn't believe in God. You and I were both once those people. But then once we became followers of Christ, God adopted us into his family. So we were once foreigners, but now we're adopted into God's family. So we are, in a way, this is very similar to us. How would we want to be treated? And the way we want to be treated, we should be reflecting towards other people. And it doesn't matter who it is. Then in verse 35, it says, you shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. And this is more impartiality in measures of length, of weight, or of quantity. But this is also talking about just not cheating people in general. It says, you shall have just balances, just weights, a just ephah. And these are all old-fashioned terms of just making sure that we are not like cheating people out of what we owe them. Or if we are doing like a service for people, not cheating them. You know, I was in the service industry for years. And let me just tell you, there is <laughs> not everybody. And, and in fact, probably not most s- salon stylists that I know of. But every once in a while, there was like this new gimmick that would come out. And it would be like, this is the brand new, super awesome thing that you need for your hair. And oh my gosh, it was so stupid because they were just selling people gimmicks. And I remember like looking at these things in the magazines and stuff. And I'm just like, this is dumb. Like this stuff is not going to work. And like you're charging people an arm and a leg for this service that that is not helping anything. And I mean, that's just in the salon industry, but it happens all over the place (laughs) in all sorts of different industries. When my husband and I moved... We moved literally down the street from my old house. Like I pass my old house pretty much every single day if I have to go somewhere. I always pass it. And so my old house was down the street and 
we had propane at the old house and we have propane now at the new house. So we had done a pre-buy for this company. And that means we pre-purchased about a thousand gallons of propane. And so we called the company because we were about to run out of propane at the new house. And so we called the company and we said, oh, well, the we want to transfer the old house over to the new house. They charged us, even though we had already purchased that that propane, they charged us an extra $300 to move it down the street. And there was nothing we could do about it. We had to pay it. Otherwise, we would never, ever get that propane that we had already purchased. And to me, that was absolutely unjust. And I don't understand how that could possibly be fair. And so my husband and I complained, but there was nothing we could do. We had to purchase that extra, you know, whatever it was for them to cart the propane a minute down the street to our new house. So that is the kind of thing right here where God is talking about that you shall do no unrighteousness in judgment in measures of length, weight, or of quantity. And there it is, the quantity of propane. (laughs) So it's just being fair to everybody, just being fair to people. That is basically what these four verses are talking about because everybody is created equally under God. And in verse 37, God ends this chapter by saying, You shall observe all my statutes and all my ordinance and do them. Why? Because it's just. It is just to treat people fairly, to treat people with respect, no matter who they are, and not to cheat them, not to be cruel to them, not to disrespect them, not to hate them because they are different from us, but just to treat everybody with respect. And that is going to make the gospel appetizing to everybody. Sorry, this episode was kind of preachy. (laughs) I know it was. It was definitely a little bit preachy. But this is kind of a preachy um, couple of verses here. So (laughs) hope you guys will forgive me for getting a little preachy. But friends, join me tomorrow. We're going to be talking more about Jesus because tomorrow is Thursday. And yeah, we talk about the New Testament on Thursdays. And we're going to be talking about Jesus and his little run-in with the Pharisees. So definitely tune in for that tomorrow. It's going to be a great episode. It's a really, really fun portion of scripture. But yeah, join me then, 6 a.m. or whenever you wake up. But friends of faith listeners, as always, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening and God bless.